God bless you, woman of God. Amen. Thank God for you. Amen. We bless God for each and every one of you. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad at how great is our God. Amen. Amen. I love that song as well. Amen. We thank God for each and every one of you. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh my God. Call a neighbor, call a friend. Let them know that Yes Lord Ministries is now on the air. Amen. Amen. I tell you, I'm excited for you. Amen. Because God's giving me to do something amazing for you. My God. Listen, I feel like running right now. Amen. Praise God. We thank God. Amen. For all of our ministers, our pastors, and each and every one of you, the precious people, God. Thank God for all of our first time guests. We welcome you, welcome you, welcome you. Amen. Whether you're watching this now live or watching the replay, we welcome you. Amen. We enjoy having that opportunity to serve you each week. Amen. You need to download our app. You'll, you'll get information about it as well, but you need to download a Yes Lord Ministries app, whether you have an iPhone or Android. Amen. I'll tell you, it's just wonderful. You can be notified on different things that we'll be doing. It's, you're going to hear so many wonderful things this year of what God is blessing us to be able to do and provide to you. Amen. We thank God for... Um, just being here. Amen. Thank God for our media team. Amen. Our music ministry, each and every one of you. Amen. In this still brand new year. Are you grateful? Amen. That God has blessed us to be a part of a brand new year. Let's get into the word. What we get your Bibles and turn to the book of second Kings chapter 13, second Kings chapter 13. Amen. And we want to look at verses 14 through 21. Four, actually, yeah, 14 through 21. Amen. I want you to, uh, I'll be reading out of the King James Version. So just in case you have a different translation, at least you know that we're on the same block. Second Kings chapter 13, verses 14 through 21. And it reads like this in my Bible. Now, Elijah, Elisha rather, was falling sick of his sickness, whereof he died. And Joash, the king of Israel, came down unto him and wept over his face and said, Oh, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. Verse 15, and Elisha said unto him, Take bow and arrows, and he took unto him bow and arrows, and he said unto the king of Israel, Put thine hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon it, and Elijah put his hands upon the king's hands, and he said, Open the window eastward. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, Shoot, and he shot. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria, for thou shalt smite the Syrians in Aphek till thou have consumed them. Verse 18, and he said, take the arrows. And he took them and he said unto the king of Israel, smite upon the ground. And he smote three times, thrice, 
and it stayed. Verse 19, but the man of God was wroth, angry with him, and said, Thou should have had smitten five or six times. Thou hast thou smitten Syria till thou hast consumed it, whereas now thou shalt smite Syria but thrice, three times. And then verse 20 and 21, then Elisha died, and they buried him, and the bands of the Moabites invaded the land of the coming in the, of the year. And it came to pass, as they were burying a man, that, behold, they spied a band of men, and they cast the man in the sepulcher. And Elisha, when he was, the man was let down and to touch the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood up to his feet. And I want to go back to verse number 18. And he said, take the arrows. And he took them. And he said unto the king of Israel, smite upon the ground. And he smote three times and stayed. Verse 19, and the man of God was angry, was wroth with him and said, thou should have have smitten five or six times. Thou had thou smitten Syria until thou hast consumed it. Whereas now, Thou shalt only smite them three times, Syria three times. And I want to talk with you from this subject, no more missed opportunities. No more missed opportunities. I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things. Result of our reading is written word, hearing a spoken word and receiving the rhema word. We should now begin to experience the manifest word and enjoy the fruits, the prosperity, the success, the victory, the protection of his word in Jesus' name. I want you to lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, as the servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Now lift your hands, give him a praise because he's going to do just that. No more missed opportunities. As we look at this lesson, which I really thank God for because it is our desire that you would be encouraged and empowered. So you may want to take some notes on this one because there are certain strategic principles that you're going to learn that you can apply in this new year. And so the scripture goes on to define how that um, Elisha which was a well-known prophet and how God had used him in so many different ways and how the scripture let us know that Elijah was really the successor of Elijah. As you read in First Kings and talk about the many miracles that Elijah had done, but the scripture says that Elisha did twice as many miracles as Elijah. And, and so this is so also important if you're taking notes. You're going to want to understand the importance of when you're asking God for something, are you really ready? When you're asking God for something, are you really ready? Let me give you an example. God, I want you to heal me. God heals you, but are you really ready? God, I need a new job. God, I need a job. God, I believe in you for a house. I believe in you for a car. And so God opens these doors, make ways, and in many are not prepared for the open door. Oh, we're going to talk about this tonight. And so here the scripture gets to the verse 14. It says, now that Elijah had fallen sick of his sickness, wherein he died, and Joash, the king of Israel, came down unto him and said, and wept over him and in his face and said, oh, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen. And so what's so amazing about this text too, which it really, you find a lot of people still like that today. 
a lot of times, if you look at the history of Joash, he's named among the kings in the book of Kings. And so, what? but what's something that is critical that we learn from this is that it says that Joash really caused Israel to sin. He followed that after his father. So I want you to understand that his, uh, we have here like the Jehoash or Joash, the son of Jehoaz, the grandson of Jehu upon the throne of Israel. Probably the house of Jehu intended some respect to the house of David when they gave heir a uh, parent to the crown, the same name with him that was then the king of Judah. Are you with me? So as we look at this particular lesson, also what we want you to know is that here that it noted, I mean, this is amazing. It noted how that Joash continued that of his father, which was to deter the children of Israel from following after the true God. And so here, what I want you to understand, but it's amazing. He, he likes some churchgoers, I'll say it that way, some churchgoers, they got enough of God to know that if they ever get in a jam, oh Lord have mercy. I mean, remember that, right? Oh Lord have mercy. And so here, when we look at this particular text, I want you to understand that now that Elisha had felt sick. Now, just a little bit of back, more background about Elijah said that he lived long for it was now about 60 years since he was first called to be a prophet. It was a great mercy to Israel. Why? Because they had a man of God that can give them the word of the Lord. Elisha finished his testimony, Elijah rather, finished his testimony in the fourth part of that time. But God's prophets have their day set them, some longer, others shorter, as infinite wisdom sees fit. In other words, God determines how long that our ministries will go. Are you with me? In our lives we'll live, all right? And so here, we find here that uh, the spirit of Elijah rested on Elisha, and yet he was not sent forth to heaven in a fiery chariot as Elijah, because the scripture says that Elisha had become sick and he died. Oh my God, I feel a breakthrough for somebody. Watch this now. The scripture let us know, but yet he, God honored him above many of the others who are not yet inferior to them in gifts or graces who shall find fault. But watch this now. But when we look at this particular text, I want you to, oh my God, I get it. I feel a breakthrough right now. And so when the king uh, uh, heard of Elijah's sickness, he came to visit him and receive his dying counsel and blessing. And it has no disparagement to him, though a king, but thus to honor one whom God honored. So even though Joash, as I stated earlier, didn't wholly follow God. He had enough of the reverence of God to remember, listen, God got a servant and I need him now. Because why? It's so amazing. We have it today that many are blessed with good leaders, good pastors, good apostles, good bishops, good, good leadership in their particular ministry, prospective ministries, but yet they disregard the potency of the anointing and grace that's upon their lives. I'm not talking to anybody here. And so when we look at this particular scripture, we find that though Elijah 
was sick. Oh, oh my God. Somebody just lift their hands and give God a praise because somebody about to get a breakthrough. Watch this now. It says this, though Elijah was very old, it had been a very great while in use. Watch this now. Joash comes to him, even though he was, but his scripture says, he, the text says he lamented over, he cried over him. And, and, and the same words in which Elisha had lamented with the removal of Elijah, my father, my father. Now, something I want to bring out here is who is your spiritual covering? Who's covering you? Who Who is your spiritual father? Who is your spiritual mother? Who Who's covering you? Oh, my God. Thank you. I want to just kind of go back on a note on a post that one of our pastors, Pastor um, Vondell Scott, had posted that he saw and in that individual indicated in there says their pastor was their spiritual father. They didn't have somebody across the street, around the corner, downtown, uptown. No, they their pastor was their spiritual leader. Now watch this now. Now that you gotta bring balance and all of this as well. But but here he said, My father, my father. In other words, this was the one that was pouring into Elisha this ministry. So whatever ministry gift you have, who is it that's mentoring you? Who is it that's coaching you? Who is it that's pouring into you? Who is it that giving you instruction? Who is it that's correcting you? I'm not talking about going find a prophet. That's every time you see them, they're going to give you a word. You're going to get a car, a house, a spouse, or some more money. No, I'm talking about who is it going to be in your face and tell you you need to live holy? Who is it that's going to be in your face and tell you you need to study the word of God? Who is it that's going to be in your face that you need to spend more time in prayer? All right. Who is it that speaks into your life and gives you and helps you do what is called course correction? Oh, come on now. Somebody need to help me here. And so here he says, my father, my father. And didn't notice this now. He noticed this. He says the, the chariots of Israel and the horsemen now. What he hear, what the scripture let us know that he is referencing. He said, whoa, whoa, I, I need to see the cavalry. I, we need some help here. Where, Where is our help coming from? And so here, though this king may have been selfish, he grieved the loss of Elisha because he was the chariot and the horseman of Israel and therefore could be ill spared when Israel was so poor in chariots and horsemen. And we find here in second Kings chapter 13, verse seven, but when they had in about 50 horsemen and 10 chariots, those who consider how much good men contribute to the defense of a nation and the keeping off of God's judgments will see cause to lament the removal of them. What is it saying? Many of your places of employment, many of your neighborhoods, many of your schools, many of your families are blessed because of you. Oh, glory to your name, God. Why? They may talk about you. They may not want to fellowship with you, but they know that when they get in a jam, oh my God, they're going to call Regina Harley. They're going to call India Scott. They're going to call Larry. Oh, you hear me. They know who to call on. Listen, that they realize this ain't the time to mess around with fake Christians. This ain't the time to mess around with those that gossip. This ain't the time to mess around with those who don't hardly serve God, don't hardly go to church. Am I talking to anybody here? And so you want to understand that he knew 
who he's going to come to. My, my, my. So you need to write that down. When you get in a dilemma, when you get in situations that you cannot handle, who is it that you can go to? I know uh, that there was a song that we used to sing. I go to the rock. The Are you with me? I go to the rock. And, and, and you know, they know my church know I'll make up a song. You too. But you know, that song, it went, I go to the rock. And I want you to know that that rock is Christ Jesus. But yet God puts men godly men and godly women in the earth that we can get counsel from. Matter of fact, the book of Proverbs states that in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Am I talking to anybody here? And oh, glory to your name, God, I thank you. And so watch this now. Elisha was aware that he was loth to part with him because he looked upon him as the great bulwark. In other words, Elisha realized that, okay, he's going to need me right now. And so let me see if he can follow instructions. So that's number one. Number one is who do you go to? Number two is can you follow wisdom? Can you follow instructions? Yeah, we may not dance tonight, but we'll get a good praise on. You'll have something to praise God for. Watch this now. And so well, Elisha says, if that be the cause of your grief, let it not trouble thee, for thou shalt be victorious over the Syrians when I am in my grave. He says, I die, but God surely will visit you. But he has the residue of the spirit and can raise up our prophets to pray for you. So watch this now. Now, when you are blessed to come into the presence of true prophets, true prophetess, true seers, and I'm not talking to anybody, when you come into true gifted, anointed individuals. I'm not talking people just got the gift, but ain't got no lifestyle to back it up. I'm talking about those that got the character of God, the anointing of God, the grace of God. And please understand, yes, I know, I hear you. I know that there are those that can prophesy accurately. Yes, I met them. I know them. Are you with me? Many of them are rather. But what am I saying? It's more than just the gift. The scripture states that there are gifts and callings without repentance. Are you with me? Just make certain you're just not focusing on the gift, but you're focusing on a lifestyle with God. How do I get that lifestyle, preacher? You get it by speaking spending quality time with God. You spend time in prayer, time seeking his face, time fasting, time just turning everything over to God, trusting him. Because why would we quote the scripture, Jeremiah 29 and 11? Behold, I know the plans that I have for you. They're good and not evil and has an expected end if we're not willing to follow the plan. Oh, am I talking to anybody here? So here's the, where the instructions come in. I, I want to point something because as I was studying and meditating on this lesson, there are several key things that the Holy Spirit brought to me in this text. Now, you may have already known it before, so it could be confirmation for you. And I've read this scripture, preached it, taught it, heard it preached so many times, but I said, wow, God, he showed me something that I want to share with you. Glory, glory, glory. So first of all, the text says what? He told him when he came to him, let me go back to that verse so you have it here, all right? right? So then verse 17, whoa, 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 I got to go back. So Elisha, 
And verse 15 said unto him, take bow and arrows, take bow and arrows. And he took up to him bow and arrow. So he got the bow and arrow. I want you to visualize this now because it's something major about to happen for you. And I don't want you to miss it. So he takes bows and arrows. Watch this now. And now it says in verse 16, and the, he said to the king of Israel, put thine hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon the bow. Uh, on it and Elijah, watch this now. Whoa, my God, listen, those of you that's your first time, yes, we get excited for the Lord. Watch this now. And Elisha put his hands upon the king's hands. Woo! Oh, somebody need to put that in the chat. That Elijah put his hands upon the king's hands. Now, I'm gonna use my hand as a demonstration. I wish I had somebody here that I can just put use their hand, but I'm gonna just use my hand. So visualize, this is um, the king's hand and this is Elijah's hand. Now I'm gonna show you something here, watch this now. So visualize this, the king comes to Elijah for instructions. He, he said, I need a word from God. I need to know, am I gonna get my breakthrough? Oh my God. So the, the prophet, Gives him instructions, get a bow, get an arrow, get arrows, and watch this now. And so he puts his hands on him. So what is this saying? Everybody, one, you need a covering. Woo, my God, you need a covering. That's number one. Number two is that when Elijah's hand went on the king's hand, something else occurs. Now there is the transfer of the anointing that's on Elijah, it's now gonna go on the king's hand. Woo, I'm not done, I'm not done. Watch this now, so visualize. So you got that number one, you 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 need a covering. Mm -hmm. Number two, I wish somebody could put that in the comment section. So the number one, you need a covering. Number two, you need, watch this now. So now he's, he's getting impartation of, from the gift of Elisha. Woo, my God. He's getting an impartation from the gift of Elisha. In other words, he's about to experience a level of grace, a level of anointing, a level of ability that he has not encountered before. Oh, y'all with me. Y'all with me, right? So, so next thing is, while his hand is there, I'm not done yet. Ready for this now. Now, he's getting favor. Yes, the favor on Elisha's life is now getting ready to come on the king's life. Whoa, my God. Are you with me? So first thing you need a covering. Second thing is you you're gonna you need somebody who can pour into your life who you're gonna get impartation from. And let me oh call Shabbat. Watch this now. Don't minimize the gift that God has put into your life because they may not have a large ministry. They may not have millions of dollars in their bank account yet. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't discount them because you can miss your blessing. That's what happened with Miriam and Aaron where they wanted to discount Moses because they were familiar with him. Are you with me? You watch your familiarity. Watch it, watch it, watch it. So watch this now. So he has his hands on him. So he getting the covering. Next thing you know, he's getting an impartation. He's getting another level of anointing. He's getting gifted and he got favor. Mm. 
My God, my God. Y'all good? Y'all good with that? So watch this now. So the text now says, Elisha puts his hands upon the king's hand. Watch this. Verse 17 is, this is, oh my God. This is also key. And Elisha says what? Open the window eastward. And he opened it. Then Elisha said what? Shoot. But I don't want to go to the shoot part yet. Because this is something that the Holy Spirit revealed to me. I want to share it with you. Watch this now. Open the window eastward. Can I prophesy to somebody right now that God is saying he's about to open a door, but he wants you to be prepared to walk in it. God is about to open a door, but you need to be prepared to walk in it. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm familiar with open doors. I pray for open doors all the time. Well, hold on. This is a whole nother dimension, another dynamic of what God's getting ready to do. Is this helping anybody? Watch this now. So he said, open the window eastward. That's another key thing. He had to follow instructions. Too often, even church people, even some believers, they come to the men of God. They come to the women of God. Ask them, would you pray for me? Oh, I'm believing God for some great things. But yet they already got their mind made up which way they're going to go. They're just doing it just for a purpose of saying, I came to them, and but I was led to do something else different. Well, why did you come to them? Why did you waste that anointing? Why did you waste their time? That's showing you disrespected the gift. Whoa, somebody said, teach apostle. Watch this now. So it says, so when you go to a man of God, when you come to a woman of God, you need to be serious because if not, if you're not going to take their instructions, if you're not going to follow the wisdom that they're going to give you, then you are disrespecting the gift. Not only are you disrespecting the gift, but you're disrespecting God. Woo. Let me let that marinate with you for a moment. Is this helping anybody here? Y'all need to tag somebody right now. So watch this now. So he says, open the window eastward. And he opened and then he says, watch this. Here's the next set of instructors. And he said, what? Shoot. And he shot, right? So visualize, he's pulling that arrow back and with the bow, right? And he releases the arrow and he says, shoot. Now, hear the words. Hear the words that King Joash must say. The arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria, for thou shalt smite the Syrians in Aphek till thou hast consumed them. This was a right now word. This was a precise word. This was word of wisdom. This was word of knowledge. Come on now. This was prophetic. I want to help somebody understand this. Watch this. So that arrow of deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. So now another principle is being taught here that now when you're getting into this next level, you have to be more specific. you got to stop praying these mud pie prayers thrown against the wall, hoping something happened. When you pray, I prophesy to you this week, when you pray specifically, you're going to see a specific answer. 
Am I talking to anybody? When you pray specifically, not just all over the place. Well, Lord, I know you could do it. I want you to do it, but I don't know how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it. Oh, God. Oh, no, stop, 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 stop. This week, God. I'm getting some new contracts. I'm getting contracts that can make an impact positively in my business, in my ministry. Am I getting this here? I pro some of you parents need to prophesy that your children going to get a scholarship to pay the full scholarship to pay their education. I mean, I'm talking about be specific. Now, watch this now. So he says, watch this now, verse 18. Always oh, gets goody goodier. Watch this now. Verse 18. And he said, Take the arrows. And he took them and he said unto the king of Israel. Now, watch this. He has to take it. Now, let me use, I love the illustrations. He has to take it. Are y'all with me? He says, Take it now and smite it, smite the ground, smite upon the ground. Watch this now. He says, Smite upon the ground. So watch this now. I'm going to show you something because many people are right at this same juncture asking, why isn't things not working out for me? How come it's not coming through? How come my prophecy don't seem like it's working? What? Maybe they was a lying prophet. Maybe they was a lying prophetess. Maybe they wasn't. They, they didn't like me or something. No, nope. stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Bind that spirit right now in Jesus' name. Now watch this. So watch this now. So when the King Joash was instructed to smite the ground, the prophet Elisha never said how many times. So watch this now. He goes once. He goes twice. He goes three times. That's what the word thrice means, three times. And he what? Stopped. Too often. We pray five minutes. We pray 10 minutes. We pray maybe even a half an hour. And we what? Stop. We fast one day. We fast three days. We fast seven days. And we what? Stop. Woo. Yes. So, so the scripture says that Elisha became wroth. He became angry. Ooh. He became angry. Is anybody with me? He became angry. Why? You knew he was sick. The king knew he was sick. Watch this now. The king knew he was sick. And he literally, that's all you going to do? You, wh why did you come to me anyhow? Why, why would you waste this time? You knew this. You knew I was sick, and you you begged me. You cried and said, "My father, my father, the chariots is the, the horsemen. Why, why, why?" And so the scripture says, and he he was wroth. He was angry with him. Like this is all you want. You said you wanted victory. And the word was that thou shalt consume it. Whereas thou shalt now only consume it three times. What am I saying? Thank you, Lord. Listen, you're in a new year. We're in a new year. 
Stop praying the same way you prayed last year. Stop doing the same old rituals you did last year. You see the results you got. If you want more, you got to be willing to pay the price for more. You got to be willing to step out from the crowd. You got to be willing to show up in your ministry. You got to be willing to say, hey, I'm available. I want God to use me. But why would God use somebody that's sitting on their gift, sitting on the anointing and wasting the wisdom that they got access to? Is this helping anybody? Is this helping anybody? So the scripture says that he got upset with him. He said, you should have smitten at least five or six times. I had you did that, you would have never been bothered by that thing. Now, oh, 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 my God. Watch this now. And so now I, I'm getting ready to close. Now the text says, and Elijah died. Watch this. I'm going to show you something. This is where a lot of people miss it. Verse 20. And Elisha died, and they buried him. Watch this. And the bands of the Moabites invaded the land at the coming of the year. And it came to pass. Verse 21. Watch this. And as they were burying a man, that behold, look, they spied a band of men, and they cast the man. Watch this now into the sepulcher of Elijah, Elisha rather, and when the man was let down and touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood up on his feet. Somebody need to help me understand this right here. I'm giving it a Complete Deliverance, Finding and Keeping Total Victory for Your Life by Apostle Willie Talbert. Learn how to get delivered and stay delivered. God's Word shows us how to live in total victory. Live each day as a believer who is experiencing total victory and walking in complete deliverance. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. Changing of the Guards, Understanding Who Rules You by Dr. Mamie S. Talbert. Wake up and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Learn to pray until a change has taken place in the spiritual realm. Don't allow the wrong kinds of thoughts to thrive. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. Text giving. Text give to 1-844-948-3895. Givelify. Search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kenilworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click Donate. Cash App. Dollar sign, Yes Lord M. Mail checks or money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, P.O. Box 425, Union, New Jersey, 07083. You're invited to our Sunday morning virtual worship experience at 8.30 a.m. Every Sunday night at 6.30 p.m., join us for our Sunday night Ignite service. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m., join us for corporate prayer. 
Our call-in number is 716-427-1096, and the access code is 172268-POUND. Every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m., join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we dive into the Word of God. Subscribe to our podcast, YLM Sermon of the Week, on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. On behalf of Apostle Willie Talbert, Dr. Mamie S. Talbert, and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.